Hello and welcome to Rock and Road Pod. And this is episode three of the second series. Thank you for listening once again. This week, I'm going to test drive a Tesla Model 3. I'm going to have a chat to Rosie Hall from the Tiger's motorcycle display team and recommend a couple of albums. But first of all, your questions. And hi to Gemma in Nottingham. Leona, what happened after the Jeep? Yes, because of course, in the first series, I told you all about my various cars in chronological order. We got up to the Jeep. Well, after that, I was well and truly hooked on 4x4s. So I bought a Mercedes ML. It was black. It had loads of chrome accessories, like a massive bull bar at the front. And it looked so cool. I'd also discovered a place called Mitchum Wheels and Tires. And I was down there all the time getting massive alloy wheels. I'd put some on the Jeep and then I got them to put some on the Mercedes ML that looked stunning. So I used to enjoy having good old pose in this car. What happened to it? No, I didn't write it off or crash it, but I did destroy the gearbox. Oh, and the horn went as well. I spent so much time on the horn, it actually stopped working. So I bought one of those air horns, which I used to <laughs> hold out the window so that I could toot the other cars with that as well. I was honestly a little bit crazy back then. But the gearbox was also ruined and I remember having to wheel it in to an auction site in the end just to get rid of it. But now onto something a little bit more sophisticated. I'm outside with the Tesla Model 3. Prices start at just over £40,000. The Model 3 is Tesla's answer to a more mainstream car. This is their answer to something that is meant to be a bit more affordable. Still seems very expensive, but this is actually half the price, less than half the price of their other models. It's also their best-selling car. Looking at it now, it's a beautiful red colour on this occasion. And yes, it is, well, I would say, almost a little bit nothing special. I wouldn't have even noticed this going down the road. In fact, I haven't really noticed them around at all. But then that's no bad thing. We don't always have to be about getting the flashy car for everybody to notice you in. If you want a good family car, this looks like it. I mean, the fact that it looks like my mother-in-law's old Ford Mondeo is irrelevant. It's... Uh... It's, you know, a sleek and stylish car without any whistles and bangs on the outside. Um, so the accent colour is black. So it's got black wheel trims, black door handles, um, something black on the wing here. Oh, that's housing a camera. The roof is, well, it's a whole sunroof, so there is no colour on the top. It's just glass. Well, let's take a look inside. First of all, I'm going to open the car with a credit card, which I'm just going to place next to the door window. Right, now I've opened it. Oh, wow. <laughs> Talk about space age. I actually feel like I'm in a movie, like the fifth element or something. There is no dashboard. There is literally nothing in this car apart from a steering wheel and a giant tablet the size of a piece of A4 paper. And that's all you've got on a steering wheel. So as the driver, and I'm just sitting here with the steering wheel in front of me, there is no dashboard. There's no dials in front of me. Absolutely nothing at all apart from this screen, which has to be the weirdest thing I've ever seen. I have arrived in the future. So seeing as there's actually nothing in this car apart from this tablet device screen, I might as well have a look at that and tell you about what's going on here. So it's got several buttons across the bottom. We'll press the picture of the little car. Now, if I press mirrors, okay, so I'm actually going to set up the left and right wing mirrors with the tablet device screen. The steering wheel, you can raise and lower with that. Display brightness, the sat-nav. Oh, look, heated seats. 
again all on one screen there's a camera button i can press here which has got a fantastic vision of the back of the car and the sides so really good all-round vision which you can just put on at any time. The music symbol is obviously the radio, and I'm very pleased to say it's tuned in to Absolute 80s. What's this button? Karaoke. How's that work then? Let's press rock. Let's play Bohemian Rhapsody, first one that comes up. Oh. Is this the real life? Is this just fantasy? I presume that doesn't activate when you're driving because surely you just want to look at the screen. But how do you drive it? Well, let's see. Oh, what's that telling me? Oh, that's telling me to... It's actually got a little picture saying to me, put your credit card that you open the car with just here on the middle console. And that's all I need to get going. There's no key ignition. And I believe um, I can do all this on my phone as well when you set it up on your Tesla app. But for now, we'll use their old-fashioned little credit card. Um, there's no handbrake for me to worry about. I'm just going to press go and we're moving. I want to keep looking at the screen, but I'll try and focus on the road in front. There's no one around at the moment, so it gives me a chance to just get familiar with it. It feels kind of stocky, very weighted, almost magnetic to the ground. With the Porsche and the Jaguar high-end cars I've tried recently, they were all about how light and smooth and fast they felt. This feels very different. This feels all about safety and being glued to the road. Haven't tried anything in autopilot yet. I believe you can only do that on a dual carriageway and a motorway. Oh, it, uh, it's got some acceleration to it. Actually, considering this is deemed to be the cheaper, in inverted commas, Tesla model, this standard Model 3 will go from 0 to 60 in just 5.3 seconds, which is very impressive. A top speed of 140 miles an hour. That's faster than the majority of petrol-powered hot hatches. That's impressive. The standard Model 3 should achieve around 270 miles on a full charge. Or if speed is more your thing, tick the performance version will do 0 to 60 in an eye-watering 3.1 seconds now that is supercar territory 3.1 seconds i don't know if you heard that when i was talking then but a little ding went off i think that was telling me that the traffic lights have gone green and in fact on the screen i can see a virtual world of what my real world is showing me so for example a moped's just pulled out in front of me and a virtual moped's just pulled out in front of the screen it's got traffic lights which are actually green and respond to what the traffic lights in the real world are saying i'm finding this a bit fascinating and i am looking at the screen more than i should i'm in traffic jam at the moment it's safe to do so but there is a lot going on on the screen i imagine you'd get used to it just not look at it let's hope but the screen is in the middle of the car so it's not in front of me as the driver, it's to where traditionally you have the radio. Owning a Model 3 grants you access to Tesla's ever-growing supercharger network. So topping up on a charge whilst on the move shouldn't be an issue in most parts of the country. At home, the Model 3 will take about eight hours to fully charge from empty, so just pop it on overnight. But when you're out on the road using a Tesla supercharger, it's going to take around 15 minutes to add roughly 175 miles of range, which is pretty impressive. I've just seen a button on the screen here, which looks like um, a little camcorder with a red dot on it. And you press it and it says saving dash cam footage. 
which is amazing. So that means it just records everything you're doing. How handy. Let's see if I can dart around this car now. Oh, God, that goes fast. Yes, this suddenly doesn't feel like a family car at all. This feels like a sports car. A sports car with room for the kids in the back. I feel a bit bad for comparing this to a Ford Mondeo now. Honestly, it was just the colour and the shape of it just reminded me of my mother-in-law's car. But the point I was trying to make was that it's not the most memorable car to look at and you won't really notice it coming down the street. But I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing. You don't always want to be about all the whistles and bangs, do you? Well, I do, but not everybody. Tesla are never going to lend me a car again if they hear that comment. Let's see how fast she accelerates. Oh, that is fast. <laughs> oh, that's good. Bit of G-force there. There's no blue dot in this car. You can feel the G-force. Who needs a blue dot? Okay, now I'm on the A3. Let's see if we can get it into auto mode. So I believe I just pressed that down twice. Please keep your hands on the wheel. Am I in auto? I'm not going to let go yet because I'm not sure. Take control immediately. I've done that. Yeah. Corrective steering has been applied. Okay. Am I doing this right? Let's have a look. Yes, look, I'm not steering. I'm not steering. The car is driving itself. I'm not accelerating, it's doing it by itself. My feet is not on the accelerator. This is the freakiest thing I've ever done in my life. I don't trust it though. I'm hovering my hands near all the controls, my foot near the brake just in case. What's that saying? The screen is flashing blue. Apply slight turning force to, to the steering wheel, yeah. Ah, okay, it just wanted to say to me, are you still there or have you fallen asleep? But I'm still here. So I don't think I could just get in the back seat and have a nap. I don't think we're quite that advanced. <laughs> this is mental. This is absolutely mental. Steering for me again. There's cars pulling out here. Do I trust it to brake before this car? It just brake by itself. I, I'm lost for words. Uh, now I've... I've just pulled up at home and I'm going to see what Harley thinks of the car. Come on, Harley, come and get in. Well, this is technical. What's your first impressions? There's a giant computer screen in the car. And there's literally nothing else. Yeah. <laughs> that was my first impression. Carly, while you're here, let's have a lockdown life philosophy, although we need to rename it because we're coming out of a lockdown. But anyway, Harley's oh, lockdown, lockdown life, life philosophy. When teachers say the bell doesn't dismiss you, I do, then that means the bell doesn't decide when we arrive at school or start our lessons too. So choose one. Harley's lockdown life philosophy. Yes, very topical there, Harley, going back to school Monday. Sounds like you're looking forward to it. Yes, so much. OK, I'm going to put my foot down and show you the acceleration. Are you ready? Yeah, sure. It's silent. Uh, so, what did you think of that? Well, that was very quick. Yeah, that's awesome. You can't even hear it. Um, now, there was something interesting on here. But I don't know how to get to it. It was called Toys. Oh, you found it. Toy Box. Right, let's see what's in there. So you as the passenger can do some drawing on the screen whilst I'm driving. Again, you've got to be disciplined as the driver to not look at the screen. I should be the driver then. 
you know, you're not allowed to look at your phone whilst driving, and yet this screen has got tons of stuff to look at. That's why I should be the driver. Okay, you drive, I'll play with the screen. Oh, look, I found games. Oh, okay, so you can't play the games whilst driving. Yeah. I'm glad there are some limits. Right, so I've pulled over, let's put it into park. Play game. And now you can play. So you're opening up Beach Buggy Racing 2. Oh, it comes with its own music. Right, Harley, come out of that game. I want to show you one more thing. Um, something I think Dexter will particularly enjoy. I want to show you rather than tell you because it's quite funny, but I don't know if I can find it. Here it is. Right, don't look. Okay? Right, I'm going to pull away. Ready? <laughs> You're such a weirdo. It's not me, it's the car. Exactly. Listen, listen to this. <laughs> yeah, you're a winner. Come on. You just know Dex is going to love this. Yes, Harley's not amused. Let's try somebody more on my wavelength. Seven-year-old Dexter. Right, uh, let's, let's go. Oh, this is getting fun. What's that? You're farting? No. You are? Yeah. <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong? Is that you, Dexter? <laughs> it is you! <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> what, is what is going on? <laughs> Tell me, Lily, tell me. It's the car, I think he needs to go to the toilet. <laughs> really? Now, this has got a feature called Toy Box. I want more of the Whoopi costumes. Oh! Lily, it's like a game. No, I think that's a music thing. That's to make music. Turn the volume up. There you go. This is going to be cool, maybe. The Dexter has found some kind of music program where you can literally make music in the car, and he's currently about to activate every single instrument to play at once. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. You've made your own song. Let's see if there's something else you can do. It says get crazy. It says get cosy. Oh, it's a log fire. I don't like it. That's nice. Yeah, but if you're parked up somewhere, having fish and chips or something, overlooking the sea, you've got a log fire. That'd be lovely. Right, what else can you do? Sketchpad. Go into Sketchpad. Ooh, let's get creative. I want to get Can creative. you do any of this while I'm moving? Let's see. Cool. Now, it's raining. I've no idea where the windscreen wipers are. Oh, look, it's an old-fashioned lever. Really? Oh, here we go again. So you can draw whilst I'm driving. That's amazing. Cool. Do we have to have all the fart sounds on? Yes. Well, we did have great fun with that Tesla. And after the farting noises, Dexter put the car into Santa mode that I could not get it out of. I had to put up with jingle bell noises every time I indicated. And the virtual screen became a sleigh with any passing traffic, various reindeer. But now, onto the world of motorbikes. Please welcome to the Rock and Road podcast, Rosie Hall from the Tigers Motorcycle Display Team. Hi, Rosie. Hi, Leona. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you doing? Yes, very well, thank you. And I saw you guys a couple of years ago at a country fair. Ah. 
Yes. <laughs> uh, so that's how come I'm following you on Instagram. Um, but can you tell everybody listening to the podcast about the Tigers team? What exactly do you do? Yeah, so we are a children's motorcycle display team. So we usually have around 20, 22 riders on the team and they will be aged between five years old and 16 years old. Um, and they're mixed. We've got plenty of girls on the team too. Um, we're a non-profit organisation and we're run entirely voluntarily by the parents. It is not just your child that signs up to this club. The parents are signing <laughs> up as well. Um, and then, as you say, you've seen us. We perform around the country during the summer months um, and we raise money for charities that have been chosen by the children, by the riders. Um, so, and I guess we're kind of really flying the flag for the traditional display team model um, as all the adult display teams have now disbanded the royal signals white helmets was the last one and a few years ago they disbanded so we're we're really proud to be carrying on that tradition amazing now where do these children come from i mean can anybody join yep pretty much anybody can join um geographically they're usually from around the hampshire area because that's where we train and we do have quite a heavy um training schedule so all day every sunday during the winter months um Ooh. so yeah, even in so a really cold bleak winter yeah we are right on the coast on an airfield it is absolutely freezing so the dedication that these kids yes. show is unreal you know frozen fingers and nowhere to hide except for our cars on the airfield so it's it's really a big thing whereabouts um, in hampshire is it so we're in gosport oh gosport okay yeah yeah so um yeah so so they can come from anywhere and we don't ask for the juniors we all we want is that they can ride a push bike uh, without stabilizers that's all we ask we teach them the rest so when you say all day sunday i mean what sort of time do you start and finish we usually go well we do it basically as long as we can so we'll usually kind of get there for about the half eight time and we'll carry on until we've got light until oh. or until we don't have light <laughs> i tell you what uh, motorcyclists are hardcore and you are getting in there early i mean <laughs> there is no way i would get up at you know the crack of dawn on sunday to drive to gosport so uh, that is hardcore <laughs> and much respect to all the parents all the children and you for doing this <laughs> Yeah, it is. It is a commitment, but it's well worth it. The kids absolutely love it. I bet they do, actually. I mean, it, it's more the parents sitting in the car, isn't it? I mean, I would be one of them. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we try and get them all out. We try and get them oh, all involved. You? As I say, this club is run by the parents. So there's always a role. There's always something that people can do. And we really want people to be to be getting involved and, and learning about the bikes if they don't know already. So the parents are actively in the session, but is there like a lead? Are you personally training them or do you have trainers? I, I, I personally help out sometimes. I am not a biker. I don't know anything. I came in a couple of years ago knowing nothing about bikes and I've learned a bit. Um, mm -hmm. We are we have an elected committee of parents and two of the positions are the trainers. So we have a junior trainer and a senior trainer and they will usually be bikers themselves. But we still, I mean, obviously they also, they have all the experience passed down to them through the kind of the generations of tigers. So as we go, we're always looking at training more people in how, how we train the kids. Um, so we want everyone to get involved and the more people in the club that have that knowledge, the better for future generations. What's your role then, Rosie? So I'm on the committee um, and my role is marketing officer this year. So I'm in charge of the social media and that kind of thing. Um, Which is how come I, I got in touch with you, isn't yeah. it? Good old <laughs> Good, Instagram. It's working, yay. <laughs> 
<laughs> and just for everybody else, what is the Instagram uh, name, please? So it's tigers.motorcycle.display.team. And we're on Facebook, Twitter. We've got a website. So you can Google us and you can find us and see what we're up to. Yeah, because when I came to see you, well, we were at this country fair. And then all of a sudden, you lot came out on your motorbikes. And mm-hmm. I was with I was with my kids and they were like, oh. This is amazing. They were so impressed. I mean, it really is incredible what you guys achieve. The kids are amazing. I mean, we've got five-year-olds jumping through fire. We have 11-year-olds jumping over cars. Um, the dedication that they put in to learn those stunts is is absolutely amazing. And, and the club was founded back in 1980 with that in mind teaching kids to ride motorcycles safely and with control um, but also performing these stunts but the the control and and riding safely is such a fundamental element i was going to ask that how did it how did it all begin and who who started it yeah, so there was a local guy who's still around the area called Malcolm, and he and he um, founded the team, as I say, in 1980. Um, and he's a you know he's a bike man himself, um, and his son is also uh, a biker. And we're really hoping because obviously last year was our 40th anniversary, and we wanted to get as many former tigers together as we possibly could, but COVID hit. Mm. Um, so we'll be looking to do that as soon as we can get everybody back together, including Malcolm, of course, because he started this amazing community group which so many children have benefited from and they really do you know we have children who are really not so confident in other areas of life but they get out into that arena and they they absolutely shine I, I'm just I'm just so amazed by it. I absolutely love it. And yes, I know that COVID's put a stop to everything. And did that put a stop to training as well? Yep, everything has stopped. So we got a little bit of training back in, in between when lockdown was lifted. But really, the children that have joined for this season haven't had much training at all. So we're, we're really looking forward to getting back. And So and are you going to try and turn it around really quick? You've got it. I don't know what the date is that you can start training again, but then it'll be summer again and you have to go out and do these shows. I know, I know. Well, unfortunately... COVID has really hit the events industry and so there have been cancellations but we do have shows that we are booked for um, we're looking forward to getting out there and yet yeah, we will be as soon as we are allowed to get back onto that airfield we'll be out there and we know how hard these kids work we know they'll work extra hard do you think you can do it ready. in time absolutely there's nothing a tiger can't do so Rosie it's normally country fairs what other events do you do oh all sorts of things um, we do sort of festivals family festivals uh, motoring events steam fairs we've big ones that we've done include the queen's diamond jubilee festival um we often do cop dock bike show which is a big big one for the bikers Um, is this all over the country that you travel for this all over the country in 2019 we did something like nearly four thousand miles um in traveling around the country and all the parents go as well yeah and that's the big that is the huge commitment so a lot of the shows are more than one day so we all camp we take our tents and we camp on the showground parents as well yep again i'm thinking this isn't for me (laughs) yeah because because when you when you would have seen us you would have seen there are a lot of adults involved in the facilitation of the of the actual show the actual display itself and all of those are parents there is nobody that you see wearing a tiger's uniform that isn't a parent or so basically it's a lifestyle this isn't just a sunday morning club this is your life if you put your child in for this that's it absolutely absolutely it is a huge commitment but it is it's it's such an amazing experience and in terms of music do you have some music playing at these events as well and how do you pick all that 
Yeah, absolutely. So we um, we usually appoint someone. That's another parent role who's in charge of um, of doing the music when we're out in the arena, um, and we have a real mix. Um, we we I'd ha- I mean I obviously Eye of the Tiger has to be has to be up there. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> With um, yeah, yeah. Um, but we it's it's you know it's music that suits what we're doing. So there's quite a lot of rock. So we had um, for example in 2019 we had Muse, Supermassive Black Hole. Great. Um, yeah, we, it's it's a real it's a real variety, but that's one another bit of a really fun bit of what we do is is choosing that and making it go with the display, um, fitting it all together. It's great, wonderful fun. stuff. Well, Rosie, it's been great to chat to you. It's been absolutely um, eye opening. <laughs> uh, we can't wait to see you perform um, as and when you're allowed to, and get back out there. And we'll keep an eye on your socials to see when exactly the next event's going to be. Perfect, brilliant. Thank you very much for joining me. Well, thank you so much for having us. <laughs> Okay, albums to look out for this week. Well, Weezer have just released an album. It's called OK Human, and it's a fully orchestrated album influenced by the Beach Boys album Pet Sounds. Now, originally, they were going to put out a rock album called Van Weezer last year and go on tour with it, the Van bit being a bit of a tribute to Van Halen. And they were going to go on tour with Green Day and Fallout Boy, and it was going to be three amazing bands all on one bill. You may remember, you may have even bought tickets for it. What a great lineup! but of course, it all got cancelled. So they left that rock album, Van Weezer, for the time being, and they released something orchestral instead. Not what I was expecting, but it's actually really, really good. It's called Okay, human. Some standout tracks on it are Here Come the Rain, Alu Gobi, I think that's pronounced, or Alu Gobi, and one called Screens. But really, really good, brilliant take on a band with adding in the orchestra as well. It sounds fantastic. So check that out if you can. Weezer, okay, human. My classic album recommendation is Pyromania from Def Leppard. Produced by Mutt Lang, who's on so many amazing 80s albums. But this was a really early one from Def Leppard, 1983, so way before Hysteria. And whilst in the UK we're all a bit slow to discover Def Leppard, America had already embraced them by this point and they were huge. And that was helped, of course, because of their melodic hooks by their heavy exposure on MTV. The album sold 6 million copies in America on its original release. That's about 100,000 copies per week for much of the year. And it's since sold 10 million over there and been certified diamond. So this album is fantastic. As I say, it was hysteria that the British got on board with Def Leppard on. But it was Pyromania that came first. Well, actually the third album that came first in the big leagues. And it's because it's got some great songs on it, like Rock, Rock Till You Drop. I mean, what an opener. Rock of Ages as well. Now, there's a whole theatre production called Rock of Ages. And of course, the main one that we know here in the UK, track number two, Photograph. So check it out now, Def Leppard, Pyromania, and of course this was the album they made before Rick Allen's tragedy, where the drummer, Rick Allen, lost his arm in a car crash, which is one of the many reasons they took another four years to make their next album, which was Hysteria. So that's my album recommendations, Weezer, OK Human, Def Leppard, Pyromania. That's it for this week. Next week, something a little bit different in terms of vehicles, and an unusual guest as well. As ever, see all the photographs on Instagram at Rock and Road Pod. You'll find us on Twitter as well at Rock and Road Pod, even Facebook, facebook.com slash Rock and Road Pod. Thank you for listening. <laughs>